Monyang, kamusta naman? <laughs> Hello, okay naman. Yeah. It, super tagal lang nitong pandemic. <laughs> totoo, totoo, totoo. <laughs> okay, so, um, kamustahin lang kita ha? How have you been surviving sure. these days? Well, um, to be honest, it's really difficult um, because, you know, the the story that we did, it's true. Um, I recently lost my dad and um, since then, you know, um, the house felt so empty. The house felt so empty and then um, sobrang hirap pa rin tanggapin. Um, you know, it's just like a few weeks ago and sobrang uh, ano yun, um, at the first uh, like during the time it, nakakagalit Kasi what happened to us was pinagpasapasahan kami ng hospitals kasi uh, you know they're full, at full capacity and then um, also what happened is parang so my dad was not okay he was critical then um, he was bleeding internally he couldn't breathe and we were losing oxygen Kasi nga, he was on high oxygen for a long, for like two days. So, ayun, napakahirap on my part. Kasi, alam mo yan, nakikiusap ka sa mga ospital just to accept your dad. Na hindi naman dapat ganun. Kasi parang kami nga eh, alam mo yan, we were willing to pay. Sige, ikakard namin lahat kahit wala pa kami pera on hand. Just treat my dad kahit yung pinakamahal. Pero alam mo with what's happening in the Philippines right now, it's not possible. Kahit anong pinag-aralan mo, kahit sinong kilala mo, kahit anong perang meron ka, hindi ka niyan matutulungan when you're in a life in that situation. So yun, um, I can't blame the hospitals, though of course at the, you know, the spur of the moment, I was angry. Um, kasi I felt denied. I felt rejected of the people that should be helping us. Na umabot pa sa point na I had to say to dun sa last hospital na, if you refuse my father like the other hospitals did, I will sue you by RAA 344. Na it states there, you cannot deny any patient na kailangan ng critical care. Alam mo yun, hanggat hindi mo sila nasi-stabilize enough to be transferred. So, alam mo yun, ganun. And, alam mo yun, after going through seven or eight hospitals, when my father got there at the hospital, wala na. They, they told us na, ma'am, i-revive na po siya, wala na siyang pulse. So, para bang, di ba kung sana hindi siya pinagtanggi-tanggihan? I mean, if he received care, we were asking, I mean, even in the car, just give us oxygen, just give us fluids, kasi he's dehydrated, dehydrated na. Pero yun, it's, um, that's what happened. And for me, alam mo yun, um, I also blame not just the system, the health system in our country, and, you know, the incompetence of the people who should be giving you know help who should be strategizing how they would how they have to um, take care of their people so for the civilians um 
I hope they understand that yung disobedience nila I mean, choosing to to go out even if it's not necessary, not wearing their face masks and face shields properly, it's causing somebody else's life. Na kunyari, if they catch COVID, I mean, I'm not blaming, I mean, ano mo yun, sino mo naman may gustong magkasakit. Pero imagine na yung dapat na mga critical na pasyente dapat ang na-admit. I mean, my father was a non-COVID case. He, he, he's negative sa swab test na RT-PCR. So, alam mo yun, if, if people sana, alam mo yun, they would just have the concern. I mean, lahat naman tayo, nababagot na tayo eh. <laughs> It's almost what? Magto two years na tayong ganito. Pero kasi, if we don't make those little sacrifices, it will have a great impact on somebody else's life. Like for us, wala nang, wala nang, eh, the hospital is filled with COVID patients. Alam mo yun, if sana then na-strategize nila mild cases were in a quarantine facility and the only ones in the hospital are the moderate to severe cases. And sana ko nabigyan ng dedicated place for non-COVID critical patients, it would have been better. Kasi it's not just my dad eh. Another pastor na nakakasama namin before with, you know, NSC, he passed away too because of the same thing that happened to me. And I, after I posted my story on Facebook to raise awareness about it, you know, people messaged me that it happened to their aunt, it happened to their grandfather, to their grandmother. So it's so, alam mo yun, um, this is a thing that hindi, na hindi lang government ang makakasolve. Eh. We as civilians, we have, our, we have a responsibility to heal our nation. If we, if we won't follow the basic protocols of wearing a mask, um, wearing a face shield, you know, properly sanitizing your hands, um, yung pag-scan ng QR codes, filling out for contact tracing, that's very important. So, alam mo yun, if, if people won't do their parts, ilang katulad ng dad ko ang mangyayari. Alam mo yun? So, I, I want people to take action. I want the government especially to take action about this. They, they should dedicate more budget for healthcare. Kasi kami, may pera na kami. How much more people na wala man lang pan-taxi? Tapos, bilhin mo, ayayin nila lahat. They, they, they are going to go through different hospitals trying to ask for help. So, alam mo yun, how much would that bill you sa taxi? Diba? So, alam mo yun, um, sana they would provide a more efficient way for this. Um, alam mo yun, last year, I lost my grandmother then because we couldn't bring her to the hospital. It was stricter that time. So, alam mo yun, wala eh. And non-mass testing is not yet available. So, if we bring her to the hospital, we can't get her body. So, sa, sa bahay siya. That's what happened. And then, um, alam mo yun, we couldn't even hold a funeral for her. She she went straight to cremation. Because everything that died during um, like March, April last, uh, 2020, all of them were considered COVID, COVID cases. So, lahat protocol cremation. 
So yun, um, I just want people to be aware of this, to do their part. Kasi, alam mo yun, you may think na, ah, it's the government's problem, you know. But it's it is our problem. What if it happens to your parents, your loved ones? Diba? Parang, how would you sleep knowing na, hi, sana pala, I did this. Alam mo yun, like, we have an impact and responsibility not only to our families, to, to you know, to our fellow people. It's not about being, alam mo yun, KJ, by, you know, the people being KJ asking you to do that. It's your social responsibility, ne. It's your part. Like, we want this to stop, then do your part. If we won't do our part, it will just be long. You know, this will never end. Especially with the new strains coming. So, yun, please, everyone, do your part. Yes, true. And like I said before, sa mga conversation ko with my friends, mm-hmm. kung alam mo na ganito na yung healthcare ng Pilipinas, syempre, hindi ka na mag-risk na ikaw din magkakaroon ng COVID, di ba? So, maapektuhan yung iba. Lalo na kung bata ka pa, yung mga kaedad lang natin, mga mm-hmm. 20s, 30s, sabi nila, ah, malakas naman ako. Pero yung iba kasi hindi malakas. Tapos ikaw mga hospital ka, mapaprioritize ka kasi COVID. Pero dahil yung iba critical, mas critical kaysa sa COVID case mo. I'm not saying na, yun nga, katulad ng sabi mo, hindi naman sabi ni blame yung COVID or something. Pero um, maagapan sana yun. And nakatulong ka pa sana dun sa critical na pay, uh, patient. Yeah. So, um, ito, medyo... Um, Second question ko lang, at ah, tanong ko lang din sa'yo. Okay. Ano yung, ano nga yan, parang inspiration mo? Saan ka kumukuha ng strength, ng lakas? Kasi especially, sabi mo nga, ang daming nag-message sa'yo na similar case. Um, my source of strength right now talaga is God and my family. Mm-hmm. Like, um, before, nung marami din nangyayari, kasi my life is like, you know, straight out of MMK story. Um, <laughs> Dati, I was doing it wrong. You know, I was putting my thoughts, distracting myself with um, partying, drinking, you know, that. But now, um, ayan, focused kay God, I tried to be more active sa church, like attend Sunday schools. And I even, um, now I'm currently having a discipleship class. So, yun, parang it's really helping me a lot to, yun, to keep myself together, though it's not easy. And yun, um, I'm also diagnosed with a mental health issue. So, you know, you can be strong, but you can also ask for help. Like, you need Jesus, but sometimes you need a therapist too. So yeah, that's it. And I think um siguro isa na lang din sa I'm looking forward to is to help other people like um not putting myself on a pedestal but um there was this young uh, not really young. He was quite old na. He's like 60s na. I met him during my swab test. Um he fainted in the front of my clinic. And alam mo yon wala nagre-respond kasi that's the problem now. People break rules pero pag ganyan may nangangailangan. Alam mo parang ah no baka ma-covid ako pag lumapit ako. 
So, of course, I was I have a medical background. So, I asked him how he is. I did an initial assessment and I asked supplies from the clinic to check up on him, like take his BP. We bought him food. And then when I heard this story, sabi ko, akala ko hindi nang pinagdadaanan ko, pero mas grabe yun sa kanya. So, his um, wife was battled with cancer. Um, breast that metastasized sa bone cancer. So it got worse. And then that time, dahil, alam mo yan, hindi rin sil- they're part of our um, indi- indigent people. So, pilit nyo, um, mag- more than 10 days nang nakaburol sa bahay nila asawa niya. So that is very, very dangerous na to their health. Kasi that's, you know, during that time, nagde-decompose na yung body, no matter how much formalin you put there. I mean, if it's, you know, medical students will know, if it's properly, you know, na puro formalin. Pero syempre, hindi mo naman pwedeng gawin yun sa bahay. So, yun. Um, he did, you know what? He did, he did not ask for help. I offered it. Kasi parang na-feel ko, alam mo yun, I was burdened na para bang, I, I know how it feels. Nung kami, hindi namin alam how will we, yung sa dad ko, So para bang sabi ko um sir actually kakamatay lang din po ng tatay ko I don't know how to help you wala siyang GCash wala siyang cellphone number so I gave him my cellphone number and I told him sir pag uwi niyo po um please text me So para makahanap po kayo ng way para po maka pipilitin ko pong gumawa ng post to ask help from everybody to help you So, yun. And honestly, he was against it, like me posting about him. So, what I did is, I did not show his face. Um, I used like an alias name for him. Kasi, you know what's sad about it? He was threatened in their city. Like, their mayor said na, tinulungan na namin kayo. I won't drop any names, okay, for their safety na rin. na parang tinulungan na namin kayo, I, you have to take that down. Anong sasabihin nila tungkol sa city natin? So parang for me, if you don't want, you know, like that, then give the full amount that they need. Kasi that, during that time, they needed eight, uh, 7,000, I think. 7,000. So may nagbigay din sa kanya, may naawa kasi may mga tumulong din nun, nandoon. So parang nung nakausap niya ako, tinext niya ako, finally sabi niya 6-7 na lang. May nagbigay atang 300. So I posted his story and then whatever I got, I just sent it to him. So I was able to raise like 8,500. So it's more than that. Pero kasi alam mo yon isipin na lang din natin, hindi lang naman yung pagpapalibing eh. Maraming gastos yan. Maybe baka may hospital bill pa. So I gave it all to them. And alam mo yun, nakita mo yung sobrang gratitude nila. And sabi nila, akala namin, hindi na kami kasama sa pagmamahal ng Diyos. So, alam mo yun, like imagine, I, I, I don't have the capacity to help. But God used me to help him. To share his story to other people. To be honest, I posted his story like late na noon ng gabi after my work. Um, siguro mga 10 o'clock by 12.30 in the um, midnight, nakuha na lahat yung funds. So imagine if everyone can just help. 
alam mo yun, in their small ways, like any amount. You know, some some people um donated like 200, 100. It was a big help to their family. Kasi they are the type of people na, alam mo yun, sila talaga yung naghahanap buhay everyday just to have to put something in the table. And right now, they are greatly affected by the pandemic. So I know um there's a lot on our plate. It's terrible right now, but let us also not forget to help others because they need it. And maybe, you know, um, there is something I can't forget. It's a quote that, you know, means that it's the closest thing they have to feeling God's love. So be that. That's the only thing we can do. It does not cost anything. So yun. Yes, totoo. Wow. Actually, ngayon ko lang na narinig yung buong story kasi parang ang medyo ano din yung pinost mo dun sa Facebook post mo. Pero, wow, grabe, thank you for your life kasi tumulong ka dun sa gay na yun. And, um, anyway, thank you dun sa mga tumulong. And, guys, um, message us, Two Cents with Esther and Martha, or share to us a post kung may gusto kayong ipashare. We will share it, and if makahelp kami, we will help them. And of course, uh, although may mga kanya-kanya kami mga pamilya, pero I know na someone, some, uh, someone out there could help them. So you can message us through this post or kahit saan, Anchor or Facebook, just message us, and we will be happy to repost or help gather funds kung fund man yung kailangan. Ganon. And of course, prayers for those yes. kind of people. So, ayun. Thank you. So, ito last na. Although, I think ang dami mo nang nasabi. No, pero, okay. <laughs> I mean, um, ang dami mo na kasing nasabi about sa government, about sa people not following um, protocols. And of course, um, yung dun nga sa natulungan mo. Pero, do you have any other message to anyone kung ano man yung gusto mo? Ay, um, I remember also you tagged uh, news and current events agency, something like that. Maybe mm. you can also share a message to them, siguro, to raise more awareness. Kasi tayo, ang hirap din mag-repost, repost lang. Eh. Pero sila na may avenue to, you know, uh, mas raise more awareness, mas okay, di ba? Yes, that's right. Um, Actually, um. It was also an idea of another doctor. Um, I hope that kung anong ginagawa nila before, nung uso pa yung New Year firecrackers, na ito yung may hospital, ito yung may current capacity nila. I think, I mean, it's good that they show it. Like, kahit, you know, um, sa TV or like in Facebook posts, na okay, these are the current hospitals that are full. These are the current hospitals in these cities that can accommodate. Kasi like for us, hindi namin alam. Ang hirap tumawag. Landline, minsan walang sumasagot. So alam mo yun, I think it could be a good um, project of the government and the media to, to, you know, to just give information to the people. Kasi yung, yung mga minutong yun, spent finding a hospital, it can, you know, it can prolong someone's life. Eh, kung papunta na kayo dun eh. So yun, um, that's what I think na... Um, pwede nilang gawin kasi time is very essential sa mga critical cases. You know, seconds lang, it can cost somebody else's life na. So yun, sana they, they put thought into it to, 
you know, just to inform people where they can go. And then, um, I think, nawala na kasi yung takot ng mga tao na parang, hindi, hindi yan. Okay lang wag magmask. Malakas ako. But I just want to remind everybody, I have friends who work in government hospitals this pandemic. There are people like us, very strong, na super okay, and then biglang magka-cardiac arrest or biglang magre-respiratory failure out of nowhere. Ganon kagrabe yung virus na to. It is it has nothing to do with your immunity anymore. I mean, of course, it plays a part. Pero the different strands of this virus, maswerte ka kung makuha mo lang yung mild at maging asymptomatic. But what if you get the deadly, the deadly one? The one that can turn a healthy individual, you know, to to a severe COVID case. So yun, sana maging mas careful kayo, not only for you, Isipin nyo na lang din, every time you go out, unnecessarily, inuuwi nyo sa, pag, sa pamilya nyo, sa nanay nyo na matanda na, sa, I mean, sa mga lolot-lola nyo, sa mga anak nyo, na mga pinsan nyo, pamangkin, yung virus. And, you know, alam mo yun, um, okay lang maging germ freak ngayon kasi sobrang totoo siya. Remember, it, the virus lingers like up to date sa surfaces. So disinfect everything before you go inside your house. Kami, what we do is we have a like a disinfecting spray, Lysol. Like kami, parang pinapabango na namin yun bago kami pumasok sa bahay. And maliligo muna bago umupo or humiga. Kasi, alam mo yun, that's the only way we can um stop the virus from entering our homes. And of course, not going out. If If you don't have to go out, don't. Kami, what we do, we just go out for groceries. Lahat na nang kailangan gawin yun. And then for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, we stay at home. Ayan, guys. So, makinig kayo kay Munyang. Makinig kayo, please. Kung it, kung hindi pa kayo nadadala sa mga posts sa Facebook, ito na, ito na, guys, talaga yung, yung, kumbaga, last straw na para talagang tumigil na tayo sa mga unnecessary going out natin ganon and of course yun nga katulad sabi niya maging germ freak in a way din ganon lalo na um i have friends din na pinagsasabihan ko kasi may mga um family members sila na alam mo yun hindi masyadong malakas yung resistensya and yun nga yung sinabi mo tama ka ang dami ko ding naririnig na yung katulad nga natin akala natin okay lang pero Di mo alam, biglang ganun yung nangyari, bigla na lang nawala, ganun. So, talagang life is but a vapor talaga. So, Uh-oh. guys, take care of your health, not because of yourself. Kung wala kang pakialam sa sarili mo, isipin mo yung iba. What if maano ka, uh, ipasok ka sa hospital, hmm. pero alam mo yun, pwede ka namang home quarantine lang. Again, sayang yung slots. So, anyway... Um, ayun. last ayon last message mm-hmm. to anyone. Ito in general na maliban dun sa mga nasabi mo mm-hmm. kanina. Um, ito naman this is for the people who is fighting COVID. Like I know it's hard. Um, actually after my father died, COVID naman ang sunod na tragedy na yare sa family ko. So it's not us, but um my tita and uncle got COVID. So alam mo yan, ang hirap maghanap ng quarantine facility. Kasi, alam mo yan, right now, the hospital is full and they're not, you know, moderate or severe COVID cases, but they are immunocompromised. 
like my uncle he had he is a cancer survivor yung tita ko diabetic and may hypertension sila so alam mo yon hindi rin sila malagi sa quarantine facility so imagine imagine the stress na nakikiusap kami okay you are not safe enough to be in a quarantine facility oh you are not um severe enough for a hospital so alam mo napakahirap so um for that um what i can suggest is pwede po kayong i-search nyo po yung number ng One Hospital Command Center to ask help. And yun po, sa mga barangay nyo po, pwede po kayong humingi ng tulong doon. Meron po silang um, system po na para if hindi naman po kayo severe case or immunocompromised po, pwede kayong ilagay sa quarantine facility para din po hindi mag-spread sa bahay nyo. Ayun. And for those na nag-positive din po at asymptomatic, please, please have a chest x-ray. Kasi yung tita ko asymptomatic siya. Tapos parang out of her due diligence lang na hindi po magpa-x-ray kayo. Alam nyo ba nalaman namin may pneumonia siya ngayon because of the virus. So yun, guys, if if you don't have it, you know, and may may risk, magpa-swab test kayo kahit mahal, pero mas mahal ang buhay nyo. And for those na asymptomatic or hindi masyadong naramdaman, please have at least a chest x-ray and magpa-check up kayo after that, after your quarantine na nag-positive kayo. Kasi baka mamaya nagka-pneumonia din kayo. And alam mo yun, akala nyo okay na kayo, lumabas na kayo uli, na-expose na kayo sa pollution. Alam niyo yun, baka maging mitsa pa yun ng buhay niyo. So guys, please take care of your health. Yun, that's my last message. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, ako may last din ako. Guys, if you have the capacity then to get vaccinated, get vaccinated na din. Unless yun nga, kung immunocompromised ka, kung meron kang mga chronic illness na kailangan mo munang ipacheck sa family doctor mo para makareceive ka ng go signal for the vaccine. Huwag na po tayong maarte. Huwag tayong maging political sa vaccine, ha? Sa vaccine. Um, huwag na tayong maging choosy. Um, and anyway, after you get your first and second dose, yung next mong batch ng COVID vaccine, pwede ka naman ng siguro mamili na in the future. So, huwag na po tayong maging choosy. So, ayun lang. Thank you so much. Ang dami ko natutunan actually kasi Pwede ko ba sabihin, ano nga yung undergrad mo? Nakalimutan ko yun. Ah, ano, um, BS, BS Physical Therapy. Ayun, naalala ko, Physical Therapy kasi ito si Munyang. Kaya ang dami kong mga terms na hindi ko masyadong alam. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> hindi, okay lang. Kasi meron din kaming isang episode, si Mika naman. She's mm-hmm. also, uh, she's a lupus warrior. So, mm-hmm. ayun, we've talked about uh, yung mga struggles niya about this covid I mean, yes. during this COVID-19. Sobrang hirap. Yeah, Kasi so, my mom din, may lupus din. din. Oh. So, extra care. Yeah. So, siya naman, uh, ano ko lang ha, bago kayo pumunta dun mm. sa dun sa episode na yun, uh, si Mika naman, ano siya, yung dad niya, um, nag-work sa hospital. So, blessed lang siya. Pero kung what if, di ba? What if you that hindi? So, it will be difficult for Mika din. So, yun lang guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Sana may natutunan kayo. And please, sana kung hindi pa nababagok yung ulo nyo sa katigasan ng ulo nyo. <laughs> sana naman. <laughs> okay. Ang daldal ko. Ang pa, sobrang paos ko na. So, anyway guys. Thank you so much. Thank you din, Munyang. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay,